<clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, good evening. Good evening. Welcome to the Spot Podcast. Um, my name is Tosin Collins. I'm your host today, taking the job of the great Israel. Um, please, guys, <laughs> the floor is open. <laughs> Hello there. My name is, um, yeah, assistant host, Afalabi Israel. And I'm not still today, that's just it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, excited. Anyways, um, Debo, Debo Wale is on also. And um, of course, my usual favorite line, um, Bruno Pogba Bromance, is still on. And I'm really excited that, um, you know, that bromance is going to continue till Jesus Christ probably gets back. And I know that. Interesting. We are all excited. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Pei has interjected. Good evening, everyone. Opa is here again. Good to be back on the show. Yeah, guys. Uh, it's another week of awesome sports all over the world. Sports is basically the one thing that is now constant after weeks and weeks of no sports. So we have daily football. Um, before we know your daily basketball will be back. Guys, let's start from home. Let's start from home. Home is um, the place where it all begins. So, um, in the Nigerian Professional Football League, it has been a week where news came out, news filtered out that the league has now been cancelled and the top three teams using the points per game method will be support going to Africa, representing us in Africa in both the CAF Champions League and the CAF Competitions Cup. Guys, how far? How does it look? Well, um, personally, I think um, I think it's a good thing, but I still have my question marks around this, you know, this um, thing we are doing because the league is still going to resume in September. And um, I genuinely hope, I genuinely hope that by then, would have a vaccine for this because if the league is going to open by then and we don't have a vaccine, what is what is going to happen? Are we going to shut down the league again and not play for another year? What? Because now we have gone to the point per game, which I still think shouldn't have shouldn't have surfaced. We should have probably found a way to play the game and I don't know. Whatever, because I still believe but it's that. not safe to do that. Yeah, I know, but by September, what's, what is going to happen by September when the leagues resume? That's my question. My question is that September, well, is there going to there's be... There's a model to follow. There's a model to follow being practiced across Europe. No fans, as minimal staff as possible. It's working. So why are we not doing the same thing at this moment now? But because I look at it like, it seems like Lobinstar, who is probably not going to make top three and uh, represents... Um, Nigeria in the calf, uh, who have, you know, done all their bids for the past 25 games and maintained top three status all through. And then, because of the point-per-game method, Enyimba is going to displace Lobby Stars probably and, you know, get into the top, the third, you know, that top uh, third spot and to represent us. So, what is going to happen to them? Uh, you know, mm. you know this I think question marks around is still well well, well I think I think um from, from my own perspective I feel that's the best way to go anyways regardless of the question marks and the the challenges with the league it worked for the French league. league it worked for the French League but of course the French League is more organized and I'm sure they had played more games 
Like, uh, well, I can't really say. I, I, I'm sure they had played more than 25 games, anyways. Yes, they had. The they time, had as at the time, the friendly was was cancelled or was put to an end. So the point is, Nigeria as a whole, we know that it's difficult to get a lot of things working in the first place. So I think the best thing to do now, with you know, with the cases still rising, is just to end the league. And I think they've looked for for the best possible means to end the league. The only issue I have is. You know, they've made the claim that they will restart the league in September, October. I'm very sure you know you know how things are done in Nigeria. They'll come maybe on the 1st of September and say, well, tentatively. And they'll use tentatively to move the date again to maybe January, as they usually do. It's just very let's sad. Not, let's the, not, uh, let's not predict Philly. The, the, fem- the female, league, the female league for 1920 had not even started as at the time COVID <laughs> came into into being so what are we now talking Israel about? and his evil laughter what are you doing are you are Israel are you writing the local league of it, wait I'm just I'm just thinking is it, is it going to be is, is it still going to be called 1920 league that's what I'm just thinking <laughs> no we are going to the 2020-21 yeah no we are moving to the 2020-21 season that will probably start in 2021 so let's see how it goes anyways <laughs> you know your optimism is um is noted too much of it. there are so many question marks around this and um, genuinely, I would have said that a better a better stand would have been. I think there are some states in Nigeria that have not seen close to hundred cases at all. And I know, guys, this pessimism. This pessimism. What about the fact that no team is being promoted or relegated? Isn't that a good thing? It is a good thing. But what about those guys who have you know who have made it their life mission to qualify for the calf? It is. I, I feel like. That, that alone should also be so many question marks. Or those guys who have tried to, you know, get promoted, like that. But I, I genuinely hope by that September, we should have a solution to, to this pandemic and we can have our lives. I think this pandemic would open a fresh note. Essentially, last season, there were cases of um, a team being relegated when it was supposed to be relegated, a team being promoted, a team not being promoted when they deserve promotion. So I think all the brouhaha that has, the MPFL has gone through these past few years, this COVID-19 has provided an outlet where they can start from a fresh new page, coincide the league starts with the European leagues in September, and then run it concurrently. This is an opportunity that can be taken. Well, I hope um, the Nigerian government and uh, officials, NFF, can can make use of this opportunity properly and you know get things done and prepare at least for the worst. If by that time there's still not a vaccine, they should have a solution and not say, "Oh, we have to wait again till the next year." Like, that does not just make any sense. That doesn't make any sense. Talking about sense, guys. Um, let's still remain in Africa because that's like the only continent presently that has sense. As we stand. (laughs) As we stand. As we stand. Africa seems, African sports seems to be on a hiatus up till now. Um, The South African League doesn't seem to be coming back until July, late July. Um, That's when the government gave them the go-ahead to start training and it seems it's going to start in August. Other African leagues have also still been on here to us. Uh, it seems like we are still lagging behind while most of Europe has gone back to sports. But that, I think that also just tells us where we are in, in, as a continent. And um, 
as 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 black people in Africa, basically, because I don't I see no reason why the foreigners are you know it, it just shows that they are just ahead at this moment. Unfortunately, they are just ahead, and um, somehow I hope because Mister Debo, we don't do that here. We don't do that no, here. No, no, no. It's just the truth. It's just the truth because um, the German league have completed their season. I don't think we had any case of a player, you know, contacting COVID during the whole, and the EPL has been on. Syria are in Italy, where the whole pandemic was, you know, was a major hit. We are still not yet to have any, you know, any case there. So why is it that, yeah, why is it that in Africa we cannot just get it? Debo, just to support what you said, you know that in Nigeria now, we've tested just over... Hundred, um, one, I think we, we've we've tested around one, one between one fifty and one sixty thousand people. No, we've had one sixty thousand no. tests. tests. And that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That we we've had just one between one fifty and one sixty thousand tests. Like when other countries are ha, have more than like you have millions of cases, so you can half you can compare the testing tested. rates. You get the testing rate is quite low, so. I'm not even sure we have the facility to start to start testing MPFL players twice a week. We do not have the facilities for that, big man. Exactly. <laughs> sadly, sadly, sadly. Anyway. But away from the negativity, let's go to the positivity. Guys, <laughs> uh, positivity goes in motorsports, and which is basically what brings me happiness presently. It, the Grand Prix is back, Formula 1 is back, and the Australian Grand Prix went down, as we told you all it was going to, and it was quite a bit of madness. Guys, for the winners and losers of the Formula 1 weekend, what do you guys think? Dr. Ope? Well, um, it was an interesting weekend. Um, Valtteri Bottas ran away with that one. Uh, Again. Yeah. Um, I think um, Charles Leclerc gave... Give him, give him a good run. Of course, we all, we all knew what happened with Hamilton having to take some five. I think was it five seconds punishment? Penalty. So, yes. Uh, yeah, penalty. Exactly. So I, I, I feel it was was a good, it was a good, good, good run out in Austria. And um, you know, if Ferrari really want to kick on, come next year, they really need to do something about Sebastian Vettel. I think. The guy is, is probably just past his prime and they'll probably need another Mr. Debo, that's your, that's your icon. That's your icon. <laughs> they've, what do done you think? Some, they've done something already. They've done something and that something is that he's not going to be racing for them next year. And that's, that is, um, you know, I just, I just feel for him in the sense that um, I'm sure he's not thinking about retiring. He's not thinking about that. And I would want to assume that when you are not thinking about retiring and you know that you are going to be out of job next year, you want to start putting in, at least you want to start. Yeah, exactly. You want to start doing that, that, okay, I need to, I need someone who is going to sign me up. I need someone who is going to get me back on track. But at the moment, when you now end the season with your your first race, that's even the funniest thing, the first race, of 2020 in Austria, everyone was anticipating, everyone must have been preparing. You now end up, you know, coming tent. That's just like, what is going on? 
and <laughs> guys, let's leave Sebastian Vettel. Um, guys, the podium, the podium was uh, Valtteri Bottas in first, um, Charles Leclerc in second, and um, Landon Norris, a newbie, in third. Mr. Israel, um, Lewis Hamilton came fourth. Do you see him really kicking on this year as he did last year and two years ago? I, I basically think he's got a slow start for him and it's going to get better as the season goes by. I don't think um, we should judge from this performance. As the season goes by, like I said before, it's going to get better. Yeah, Mercedes having the best car is really going to help him. Guys, um, there was the eight minutes, um, oh, sorry, a few seconds of um, silence um, supporting the Black Matter, Life Matter movement from Lewis Hamilton and it, it was really moving. There were some players, some drivers that didn't participate. Let's not dwell on them and let's just move on. <laughs> essentially. <laughs> well, true. I think um, people's belief would always be different. We can't, we can't enforce anybody's opinion. And um, um, I'm a black man, and I'm sure you understand very, very well what is going on in the black race and community. So um, him doing that is, is just him showing his support and all. But he, he, needs all right. to, he needs to be careful, though. He needs to be careful in the sense that yeah, we have less race this year. And him having a slow start, I don't think should be. He wants to equal Shumakaze's record. That's the, that's the record we are all going after. So I don't think he has too many races to now be dwelling. He has to eat it on the next Grand Prix. As this is the start of the season, I'm going to make predictions. I expect Valadori Bottas to win the Drivers' Championship this year. Interesting I take. I won in that call. <laughs> interesting take, like Hoffman said. Very, very interesting. Don't underestimate our meeting, please. Don't underestimate it. It is not a joke. All right. Three in a row. Don't, don't, don't wait. <laughs> All right, then. Guys, let's drive away from Formula 1 for now and whoop into the NBA. The bubble. Mr. Israel, the bubble, the bubble your bubble, about. no gum. Yeah. <laughs> the bubble we'll probably be talking about. So it turns out that players have started resuming. Players have started arriving in the bubble. And Lakers and the Bucks are the last thing to arrive at the bubble. And there have been so many controversial things about the bubble. But training has started, like I've seen from the Miami Heat players. They've started training. And... I, I must tell you, I can't just wait for regular basketball to get back. That's just it. No, personally, I, I also cannot wait. But then, because I've been seeing the chemistry around um, J.R. Smith, LeBron James, AD, these guys are, I think, in fact, when I saw LeBron James, it was almost as if he didn't even take a break. Was looking, like the league never stopped. It never stopped. Yeah. You can see AD looking so sharp also. And I'm believing J.R. Smith from all his videos on IG Live saying that he's just ready to go. He's, he's ready to roll, man. Like, I can't wait to see these guys. But then I still believe that they are all, you know, complaining about their stay in, in the bubble, the, the food, the hotel. But, bro, I saw the hotel yesterday and I was like, is this the hotel these guys are complaining about? And I'm like, say, for this life, no balance. No balance. No balance. Put me in the bubble. Now, God, I'll take No balance, guy. They have, you know, they have table <laughs> session. 
they had some guys took their games to uh, to the to the bubble to set up their room, and they still have a gaming session. They still have you know um, like players like the art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just it's just crazy that these players. But then I just remember that well, they are they are all celebrities and. I'm sure they, they are used to a certain level of lifestyle. Level of comfort. That they, yeah. are, they are still yeah. expecting that. Because me, if guys, I, I did bubble, guy. I know they come back. Oh, I did inside. I That's <laughs> why you know the bubble. Let's talk about the guys in the bubble. As it seems right now, guys, going into this uh, season, who are you guys tipping to come out with the roses come the end of the season? Um, personally, I... I for bias reason I'll pick the Lakers. Hmm, I don't Good, know. you pick the Lakers, Doctor um, Doctor Ah, well, I I want to tend towards Lakers too. I, I have a soft spot for the Lakers, so I'm hoping Your they can. Soft go they hard, Wandy. They can they can they can go all the way. Well, I'm I'm a Lakers fan, but then I I am legit scared. Why am I scared? Because these guys are in like their their. That's downward of their career. They are aging. LeBron is 36. AD is looking like he's not. I don't. I'm not even sure his fitness level at this moment because I've not seen him play. And J.R. Smith is also 34. So, and these guys, these are guys that yes, they are experienced. They are good guys, but at this level, because they are coming in, they are not looking at oh, let's play a little game or let's just you know like the regular season where you want to just feel yourself get into match fitness and they, they don't have that they, they have to like kick it on at, at a goal and clippers are genuine guys who are like young who are like you know they are ready Learners. this guy don't he has elogized he the lakers finish for us here this is not the lakers show and i'm tipping the box with giannis to do the business I doubt, I doubt it. But anyways, your your tip, your tip. I think I I doubt, I doubt Bucks are, are are even going to get to the semis. I doubt it. I doubt it. Keep doubting. Uh, well, guys, we'll see that in a couple of weeks when the bubble actually resumes. Guys, let's quickly kick into football for a minute. Um, it has been an excellent week, couple of weeks for Manchester United. It has been an excellent couple of weeks for other teams, including Liverpool and no other team. But Manchester United and Liverpool seem to be the only good things happening in the English Premier League right now. Does anybody disagree? <laughs> uh, I, I don't understand what you're talking about. Uh, Manchester United is just doing well. You guys are you guys have been absolutely well. Yeah, please, probably please, unbeaten in you, almost fifteen you. games. Seventeen, well, at least. Okay, seventeen games. Unbeaten in seventeen games. Three goal margin victories in four consecutive games, first time in the history of the Premier League or something. So, you are so cited. The, the momentum is there. The the players are are, are there. The, the class is is obvious of, as of now. So you guys, you guys should just you guys should just try and consolidate and see whether you can get that for. We've talked of football for almost two minutes now. I've not mentioned missing Greenwood. Please, Mr. Greenwood FC, please, let's give ourselves a round of applause, please, please, please. We've been excellent these past few weeks. I think, I think, um, I think, I think, I think you guys should also, have, you guys should also remember that I told you so, that this Greenwood so, guy, watch out. What, what did you tell I told you, I told you so. <laughs> I told you so. Like, no, 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 I think, I think, I think I should, I should. I think I even have a, I have a 
like more eyes to see. I told you so, day boy. Remember last year when um, Dan James was starting, and I was telling like Greenwood is supposed to be starting. Mister Day boy, is he fighting over over he's excellence? This is what happens. This is the what happens when, you, when you have be, an excellence. You should be putting gradually generational like talent. <laughs> you know, it's it's so funny that uh, even on social media, I see so many fans not even call their own youngsters and instead they compare him to Mbappe. I'm sure there's no any United fan that is probably comparing Greenwood with Mbappe because... Of yes, of course. Mbappe, come outside! <laughs> but then, come outside. you know, agenda is always going to have to agend. That's just the truth. But I, I believe um, this guy has a, a huge future in front of him and I still want... You guys should, you guys should not just hype the, the English out of him. Exactly. That's why yeah, I, like, I, like, I, I see him as someone who is level-headed. Like when he's a black man. He's a black man, please. <laughs> whenever, so, whenever he's playing, you can see that he's someone that is level-headed. He's not, you know, the guy. He knows that, what he wants to do. Yes, he's just he's just on the pitch and he's just a footballer. A, like, okay, 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 guys. Okay, guys. Let's not talk about missing Greenwood. Okay, let's talk about oh, my let's talk about missing Greenwood, man. The boy is excellent. Oh my god. All right. Um. Essentially, it seems La Liga is now in a, a moving train that cannot be stopped. The top two are heads and shoulders above everybody else. And as it stands, the top two is going to remain in that exact order. Real Madrid and Barcelona with a four-point gap. Does anybody see any difference coming? Um, not exactly. I'm just concerned about Valencia at this point in time. I really hope Valencia makes the Champions League sports. What are you talking about? Valencia. I, I doubt it. Or Villarreal. A snowball has a better chance of surviving in hell than Valencia making the Champions League. I, I remember we had, Clinton, we had Clinton here a couple of weeks waxing lyrical about the chances they had. And um, since then, they've the gone on a run of three matches wind. without a win. Gone up and, in smokes. <laughs> and as it stands right now, Villarreal being three points behind Sevilla already means like that's the only viable chance available for any other team aside Sevilla, Atletico Madrid and I was, I'm, even, I'm, even very, I'm even very surprised like you know I was talking about Real Sociedad but they've been very terrible since the restart. They dropped off. Yeah so I, I, I didn't even Valencia is not even in the question. They are probably like 10th or, or so now or they're about or Yeah actually 8 with their last okay, win. 8? Yeah. Okay, with the, okay they won their last game. Yeah. But I don't, I don't see oh. how they can they are far from the from the fourth, fourth spot. So nobody is saying Barcelona or stopping Real Madrid by or Madrid dropping points at any point in these next four games. Well, if Madrid keep getting their penalties, they will definitely win. The <laughs> Let's leave the penalties out of this. Uh, no, no, no. Did you, did, you, did, you see, did you see? Did you see? Did you see? Did you see their penalty today? No, 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 no. You need to look at the penalty that they scored today. How the controversial position of whether it was in the box or outside the box, but but then. I, th- I think it's, it's what Barcelona has been doing over the Let's years. not talk so, about penalties. It's a sore spot for me, being a United fan. Penalties <laughs> presently is a sore spot for me. And you understand why? But Fair I, enough. Fair enough. But then, um, I, I don't know. I don't know. I think the only penalty we can all say was question, has been questionable for Manchester United is the one of yesterday against Aston Villa. Let's not just... Let's not make it sound as if the penalties, man, you are... United has been awarded 18 penalties this season. 
Now, wow. Thirteen penalties in EPL. Thirteen penalties. Yeah, but eighteen penalties in this season in no, all competitions. So, That's quite no, extraordinary. So, uh, are you saying if anybody is fouled in the in the eighteen yard box because? They've had 30 penalties, they should not now give the pin 30. No, 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 no. But even in the height of Barcelona's PDP regime, mm. they got 19 in one season. In the heights where the cheating was unhidden, Barcelona got 19 penalties, which is a record. So I, I think it's um it's not really something to aspire to to break that mark. Right. I don't I don't think it's a problem to break the mark. If anybody is fouled in the 18-yard box, please blow the penalty. Not any, yes, thank you. Greenwood FC again. No, we're no, out here, no, we're no. out here, no. guys. But, let's but, when, but when, but when, when would referees make wrong decisions? And here are back in Syria uh, every single wait week. Now, wait now, did you guys I'm see? About Syria. I'm, I'm talking about much. England now. I'm talking about <laughs> England. When referees make wrong decisions, and the VAR also, I don't know. I well, thank, thank God, as Venga has intervened. Well, let's talk about the VAR. Yes, let's talk about the VAR. Yeah. Let's hear your opinions on What exactly did Wenger intervene on? Wenger said FIFA is going to take over VAR across the the leagues in in Europe so that there will be some consistency in the decision-making. Like, there have been too many questionable decisions from referees, first and foremost, in England. And now the VAR guys will check and probably just ignore or wouldn't even bother checking some very obvious decisions. And like okay, um there was there was this game. Um there was this game um Arsenal. Okay, let me let me use Arsenal since I watch Arsenal Arsenal's game very often. There was this game against um West Ham. Nicolas Pepe was brought down in a very harsh in a very like it was obviously a serious foul play, like they usually say. And the referee did not even give a yellow card. Talkless of VR even checking for for any serious foul play. So I I, I just I just wonder why I believe the, in the Leicester versus Arsenal match, Leicester City versus Arsenal. Um Jimmy Vardy had something that came to a Mortal Kombat knockout of yeah, well, uh, Mustafi. For that, for that, I wouldn't and, even I wouldn't even I believe have VAR should have given VAR for that. I wouldn't even call because it felt like I would have. It that felt was like it was an accident. Mustafi's life. Accidents like happen, a... but accidents is where a player, um, the ball hits a player on his arm without the player's knowledge, and a penalty is blown. It was an accident, mm-hmm. but nonetheless, yeah. he is penalized for it. So a player mm-hmm. should be penalized even when they endanger other players' life by actions that they take. For example, Neil Mopi and Ben Leno. Yeah. So well, my my take is the the consistency should be there. Let them have like a proper system like and the 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 on-field referees should be allowed to look at the monitor not just to overturn a red um, a red card to a yellow card or a yellow card to a red let me card. put you on the spot the okay. penalty awarded to bruno fernandez in the manchester united versus aston villa match was that a yeah. penalty for me it wasn't for me it wasn't Regardless good, of good. the, it's, it's regardless it's of good. what what the Manchester United fans say, which please put about your tears in the cup and send exactly. it back to my address. Don't I shall be accepting tears only as payment. Don't, don't worry, Mr. Debo. I use detail to be faster. Mr. Debo, VR also in Italy has also been funny. There have been some very unfortunate calls, but as it stands, the Saint Juve are going to do the business and win his league title, even with the loss to AC Milan. 
Well, um, I would expect Juventus to still win the league regardless of because the other teams are not even like playing properly, the likes of Inter. But, you know what? You know what? You, you know, it can actually get interesting in Italy. Yes, and Lazio has dropped off. Um, Inter has dropped off. Israel, I'm sorry for cutting, cutting in. No problem. Um, those guys have dropped off. But if Atlanta can manage to defeat Juve, then they would be within six points. I, I, I feel Atlanta is probably still the only consistent team amongst those guys chasing Juve. So if they can, if they can actually get a victory against Let's Juve, use a second to appreciate um. Gasparini for an excellent job done with Atalanta. The Atalanta team have been yeah. nothing short of excellence. Yeah. The most exciting True. team to watch in Europe, in Italy, football, European football, and maybe in the world by extension right now. I've been following them all season long, and I think they play the most brilliant football presently and the of goals. in Europe. They are the top scorers in Europe by a long, a long way too. A lot of goals. Like, I, I, you know, I was watching a game against Lazio and um, they, they were too new down. And I told my little brother that day that, um, you know what's going to happen? If Atlanta gets one back before halftime, they are going to probably win this game. And he said, nah. And then he went to sleep. The next morning I told him, 3-2. Yeah, because they are very, very good at scoring goals. They they just they don't know how to stop scoring goals. They like scoring. They've come back from two goal deficit. They've come back from three goal deficits. They've won matches in both kinds of scenarios. It's been overly excellent from them. Really, kudos to Gasparini. He has done an excellent job with the team. Another coach that has done an excellent job is Gennaro Gattuso at Napoli, who seems to have woken the sleeping giants. And Napoli, from the embers of draws, draws, draws every game, they've come back and they are now in the top six in Serie A. Shout out to him. Shout out to him. Shout out to him. At least they, they won the cup also. A good one. A good one for them. The one Saribor gave them. Yeah, Let's the just continue. The one Saribor gave them. Well, um, well, that's just... They're basically, General Gazoo has the same number of trophies that Sari does have now, which is uh, one. Well, Una Emery dash Saribor is only trophy, sadly. So, <laughs> so let's start talking about people that you know dash other people that since. Um... <laughs> <laughs> uh, guys, since we have touched on La Liga, we've touched on the Premier League and uh, Serie A. As it stands right now, guys, who is the best, most exciting talent in football presently, today as we speak? Israel, talk, Israel, talk. I know you want to say it. <laughs> yeah, this is boy called Vinicius. <laughs> Are you funny? Guys, please, you Israel, funny? what are you Israel. talking about? Mute Israel. <laughs> mute Israel. Mute Israel. Mute right now. Are you serious? If you had even said, if you had even said Rodrigo's, I would have not even... No. No, 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 no. Vinicius has more minutes than, than Rodrigo. And his place is on form right now. We are not doing this so here. We are not mentioning other names here. Vinicius um, is on form. Say the name I want to hear. Vinicius is on form. I don't understand what you're talking about. I don't know the Vinicius you're talking about. The most exciting player, young player in football right now. Say his name. Yeah, the, the, that, that, that name that you want to hear, you know it. Yeah. Say his name. Say name. Say his name. The name that I'm going to give to you is the one that you take. You know hear that name that you want to hear. The most exciting young star from my own perspective right now is a young man that just signed a new contract 
and scored the goal at Wolves last weekend. <laughs> can figure out the name by yourself. All right, sir. Um, <laughs> if there is nothing in this world that I'm sure of, I'm certain that Mr. Debo would he would see he would impress me. He would. Unfortunately, he would impress me. Unfortunately, I'm going to have to disappoint you on this one because um, my guy is still going to be Alad, and that guy is a monster. He, he Take me. all these men and exchange them for bread, please. It's called, it's called I am done every day, every day, every guys. Day. Uh, it's 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 uh, it's been quite a pleasure uh, updating you guys on sports happenings globally. Um, there's uh, something I have to get off my chest right now, and it is listen to us, guys. Please, please, I thought you wanted to say the Champions League and draws. We'll get to the draws. We'll get to the draws. But let me first beg people. Now, God, I say, oh, no. I'm just begging you from somewhere deep in my heart. Please give us a listen when you can. I know you are listening for you to be hearing this. So, listen again. I encourage other people to listen too. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Uh, uh, Mr. Debo, you quickly went to pop in the Champions League draws. Do you have them handy? Yeah. So, um, of course, we know... Man City still has like a return date with um, Real Madrid and then um, Juventus also, same thing with um, Lyon. Juventus at the moment, um, they are drawing Lyon 1-1 and then um, Man City is ahead 2-1. to one. Or, or Unfortunately for Man City, they will not be having Aguero in, that, in the reverse fixture. But anyways, so the quarterfinals that has been predicted that will happen is Man City... Real Madrid might face Juventus Leon. That would be a, an exciting one. Uh, I think I want yeah, to very. I want to see the, the truth is I genuinely believe Man City will beat Juventus out, but I want to see a return of Ronaldo against his old boys also. I think I think we'll just do that next week and we'll just run through the draws and see how it is going to go on next week. Yeah. And um yeah. I believe Leipzig is still going to play. Um, Atletico, and I think Liverpool fans are going to still be, you know, cursing Adrian for that one because I genuinely think Liverpool would have easily. I enjoyed their tears. I enjoyed their tears. <laughs> easily defeated them, and Barcelona will be meeting um, Napoli in the reverse fixture. While Bayern is going to be having a date with Chelsea. Well, for me, I would say Chelsea should just, you know, forfeit the game and um, just, you know, move on and focus on Champions League qualification in England. But anyways, I saw them tweeting today, so I was just wondering why. But Barcelona and Napoli might meet Bayern Chelsea, which is also going to be an exciting one. Barcelona... I can't wait to watch Napoli versus Chelsea in the quarterfinals. (laughs) Well, we we can't wait. Anyways, and then we'll get to see Atlanta versus Paris Saint-Germain in the quarterfinal, the last game of the quarterfinal. Wow. And that will be, I, I'm, I'm sure that will be entertainment galore, entertainment galore, because Atlanta will probably not sit back, and Paris Saint-Germain is also not going to, you know, sit back too. And then um, I'll just quickly run through the Europa League, and um, where Man U is looking to face uh, either Copenhagen or Bashir from Turkey in the quarter, in the second round. And um the next, the opposition might be facing Wolfsburg versus Shakhtar and then Bayern uh, Basel versus Frankfurt. Anyways, I'm just going to run through the top teams that, that are probably going to meet up 
And I, would, I think in the quarterfinals, we might see Man U versus Sevilla. That would be, uh, sorry, in the semifinals, we might see Man U versus Sevilla in the semifinals. That would be interesting because we what, all... Where, where is Wolves, Wolves, Wolves likely face in their next round? So, Wolves would likely face Sevilla or Roma. I want to assume it's going to be Sevilla. And um, probably I'll, I'm going to be tipping Sevilla to defeat Wolves because they both kind of... We don't do that here. You know, same style. But then, I am particular about Man U versus Sevilla because of that statement from, you know, a, a certain Mourinho at that, that, that year when we lost out in the Champions League and Mourinho came up to say, oh, these guys are, are better than all my players. You know, my players, they, they will all be in my first team squad if they were Manchester United players. That's interesting too. Where is Jose Mourinho right now? Right. Yes, it's Tottenham tears. <laughs> Anyways, um, in the other top guys, Inter would be meeting Getafe, which is, I think is going to also be interesting because Inter at the moment are not looking like the Inter of before COVID, unfortunately. So we cannot be so sure about that. And Leverkusen is going to be playing Rangers. I think the semi-final of Inter versus Leverkusen is really going to be interesting. Of course, they have all right, all right, all right. We have something to look forward to talking about next week, guys. It's been quite a pleasure. Um, it's been good having you guys listen to us. We really hope to have you guys again next week. Um, guys, let's say short goodbyes. Please try not to mention missing Greenwood while you're doing it. <laughs> Mr. Israel. <clears throat> Anyways, for me, um, I think I'm just going to still stick to my closing remarks as usual, um, which is the love that's um, Bruno, you know, and Labio, and uh, Mason, Mazi Mazi, Mazi, and Mazi Mason, and I have some uh, Mukobi to send over to to Greenwood just to enjoy it. Yes. Weekend. <laughs> Dr. Kwe, please don't mention his name. Well, um, it's the North London debut on Sunday. Um, it's, it's, it's going to be odd without the fans, but then it's going to be a very tough game. So I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully, You're looking can. forward to the North London debut. I, I'm really looking forward to Tottenham doing one over them. So, guys, from me, from me, um, Tosin Collins, it's been quite a pleasure hosting. I really hope you guys have a lovely weekend ahead. Enjoy keeping sporty. Dr. Kwe doesn't want to say the name. His name is Mason Greenwood. He's the best, most exciting footballer in the world right now. Um, have a lovely weekend. Take good care of yourself. Guys, I'm out. <laughs>